This episode of the Boss Rush Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to support the Boss Rush Network and our family of podcasts, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash boss rush network. Thanks for your continued support. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, is the PC Muscle Race himself, Ron Dawkins. Good evening, wonderful people. What is poppin'? Laron, you were looking awfully fancy this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. I was uh, I was groomsman for a wedding. Those shoes, man. Oh, you saw the shoes? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, those those shoes are those shoes are amazing. Those are those shoes, those, those are actually boots, actually. Like really, really dressy boots, but man, they're sharp. They're sharp. I, and you know what? They were so fucking comfortable. Like I was I was wondering if I was gonna be able to stand at a wedding and then be at a reception and be dancing and walking around and all sorts of stuff and them they were they were super comfortable i didn't i didn't do anything to them i didn't put any like 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 insoles in them or anything like that so they were good so like when i do put some insoles in them oh man it's gonna be dangerous yeah it's uh they were nice though i i i like them thank you i really uh the suits were sharp too but oh yeah man. yeah by the way it is a pain in the ass to tie a bow tie for the first time if you've never done it yeah I, it took I, me. It took me nearly fifty minutes to tie my own bow tie, and then you want to know the you want the part that the part that sh- that sucks about it. What? After I tied my bow tie, it was me and the groom. We were able to tie our bow tie, not have any problems, right? So when we get to the when we get to the location, you know, to start getting ready for like for like first photos and all that stuff, all the rest of the groomsmen show up. Nobody's got their bow tie tied, and now uh, and someone just yells out there, "Hey, Laron, Laron knows how to do that shit." Hmm. So I wound up tying four more bow ties, but here's the dumb part about this. What took me 50 minutes to do on myself, I only t- it only took two minutes per person to do for everybody else. Hmm. I'm 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 disgusted. And and what and what and the kicker about this whole thing is right is that I feel like I now know how to tie a bow tie better than I've ever tied can do a regular tie. And everyone says that um that that you know that you know like the skill. The being one of those man skills is being able to tie a tie. Like I can't tie a tie, and I, and I was trained how to do that in the military. <laughs> but I can tie a bow tie now. Like I, I can do it. I can do it with my eyes closed now. Nice, nice. Also joining us is the mad pharmacist herself, Stephanie Klimov, with a brand new hairdo. Oh yeah, I was about to point out. Yes, I have bright red, pink something hair yeah i have to speak lower because apparently i'm coming in loud hello that's okay we'll just turn you down it'll be fine she has a companion this is a jrpg no, i like happen. several companions i like your i like your, I like your mm. volume in, in, in my headphones like like it's one of the it's one of the few times that you know like i can hear you really well oh thank you and hello from paxel and nico too she's got her own rpg party going on over here I do. <laughs> <laughs> also here is none other than PK Power Pat Klein filling out our party. That's right. It, okay, guys, if we were an RPG party, what role would each of us have? Oh, boy. Um, I don't know. What role would we have? I don't, 
what Pat, tell us what roles we would have. You you're the <laughs> well, you're the uh, RPG master here. Let, let's uh okay, if we're talking like job classes, you know, we have of course your fighters, your your paladins, your wizards, your rogues, your archers. True. You know what? Mm-hmm. Just to kind of jump in since you mentioned it i think i kind of know what i would be i would be the fighter because i am a little more physically aggressive in real life than i really need to be and a lot of my strategy in all video games is to go in guns or swords ablazing without really thinking about it and i love melee attack so i just think my my gut instinct is i would be the uh the melee fighter person what do you think pat but i'm open to suggestions i mean you could uh, it if you think that's how you are, then you'd definitely make a berserker. That you know? or, you know, because I'm a I'm the only female here, I could go with the stereotype and be the healer because I feel like that's what always happens. Be the nurturer out of the entire group? I don't know. Hmm. What am I? What what are you? Let's see. You're good with technology. Um no, no. that's a lie. No, that's Laurent. Yeah. That's Laurent. Look at that Laurent's charm. Also good with technology. I mean, I I could definitely see Laurent as being something like some sort of like mechanic skills. Like he'd be the ones with the rifles. He'd be the ones with the techs and the traps. So almost like a roguelike, but with uh, with like technology instead of like potions and poisons. I can dig it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Uh, I think Corey see. should be the bard. The Just bard. kidding. <clears throat> a sing yep. with a little. Uh, what's the thing? The what was the song that was really popular from the Witcher show that everybody was singing? For oh, um, toss a coin to your Witcher or whatever. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, you, you could definitely be a bard because you know you're you're basically the face of the show and you know you're the mm-hmm. personality and presenting us and all that fun jazz. <clears throat> And then you yeah, give us buffs with all your encouragement. Yes, I am. A, I am. I am sending my buffs out. Um, man, speaking of buff, I buffer, which is the social media manager platform that I use to do our social media stuff. I think it's so busted. It's so busted. Like I try to set a time and a date for certain posts and then it's like, Oh, you wanted this to go out on February 2nd? Did you mean January 18th? No. Oh, you wanted to go out at 11 a.m.? Did you mean 3 a.m.? No. No. So basically everybody thinks we're speaking to them from the future. God, it's like, just stop. Ugh. Anyways, everybody having a good week? It's Wednesday. It's busy. That's for sure. Yeah. Got a lot of well, a lot of deadlines this week that I've mm. been having to hit. Mm. How about you guys? It's, well, it's, I've learned I've learned busy. thanks to attending a wedding and and being in a receptionist and a uh, reception. I mean, is that um I definitely have forty eight year old knees. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I just can't I just can't drop it low like I used to anymore. Mm. Drop it, drop it low, girl. That's a song somewhere out there. Hmm. It's busy for me, too. We are uh, <clears throat> prepping for season six of one of our podcasts at work. And uh, 
It's uh, it's going to be a big one because it's the year of AI, and this season six is called Utilizing AI. So uh, a lot of a lot of uh, AI talk around the office these days. So I know likey the AI. Hmm. Uh, I actually put like a AI part two is like a potential after dark topic because I see like more other ways AI is used and I'm not too enthused about it, but mm. it has changed uh, a lot since we talked about it the last time. Yeah. So, maybe, so yeah. I, love should revisit. I love AI. So I, so I can't wait for that conversation. I love it. It's one of the, like, you know, and I, I mean, I don't have anything personal against it, but I just feel like so many it's, be, it's being misused just as much as it could be used for good. Anyway, that is true. That for is me, true. Yeah. I, I am finally getting a bit of a break um, because I work in the health insurance industry. As of 1-1, everyone's insurance renews or they get a new insurance. So I, you know, as you may recall, I had to work New Year's Day. Um, there was an issue and it was all hands on deck. It was incredibly stressful. Knock on wood, it's bit finally been fixed. So today was like the first day I could actually flip and breathe. Uh, and I even got to draw a little bit, so kind of it's nice and i'm I, I, it's still a month away but i'm getting ready for chinese new year it's gonna be a big one coming up soon gonna be lucky what, what does chinese new year consist of like with celebrationings like, yeah or? like yeah like what do you do i mean is it like regular new year's but not? Yeah, because we, you know, it's a lunar calendar versus the Gregorian calendar. Um, and I mean, if you were to go all out there, you know, you would attend um, a festival or party where there's like a lion dance where you usher in the new year with good luck. You eat certain kinds of food like fish, um, uncut noodles, uh, stuff like that. Uh, and then the adults will give the children red envelopes filled with money which is nice for the children. I'm pretty sure American kids would love that. Uh, those are like kind of like three big things. A lot of food, lucky foods only. <laughs> um, dragon dance uh, and red envelopes. And I say it's a big year because it's the year of the dragon. Uh, next to the year, the pig, which is kind of weird to say, but yes! the, pig and the, the pig and the year of the dragon are like considered the two best luckiest animals. Yes! Because... Pig represents wealth and money, and dragon is just lucky because it's an animal that doesn't exist. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm a pig, so yes, it's a it's a, a very auspicious animal. Hmm, auspicious, you say? Yes, auspicious. you are very auspicious, Patrick. Hmm, auspicious, auspicious indeed. So on the ninth. Word. On February 9th, guys, the eve of Chinese New Year, make sure you wear something red because it's good luck. What day? What day? February 9th. That's the February eve 9th. of oh, my, the Lunar oh, New Year. My dad's birthday. Okay. Yeah, just wear a little bit of red. Nice. So if I wear red underpants, does that make them lucky? I sure will. <laughs> will it make me lucky? Jeez. I define what kind of luck. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, stay tuned. Uh, all right. Well, oh, oh. 
<laughs> oh my god! I just saw something. I just saw something on Twitter that oh, I feel, no. that man like that that would have fit wet right at home in um after dark. Oh no! <laughs> I'm write it guys, down. Write it on the dock. I'll tell you guys more about it. Write it on right, the after dark. Down. Should be open already. Uh, anyways. Speaking of, we have some quick housekeeping to take care of everybody. So, drumroll please. The Boss Rush Podcast and the Boss Rush Network are headed to PAX East. You'll be able to find you'll be able to find us roaming the show floor. If you're there, come say hi. We will be covering the event as part of the media, demoing games, conducting interviews, and recording a podcast or two live from the event. So make sure you keep your eye on BossRush.net and our YouTube channel for that. PAX East is taking place in Boston on March 21st through the 24th. So get your badges now and come say hello. It's going to be a good time. Yes, I will be one of those people because I happen to live near Boston. Uh, so if you see someone with flaming red hair, that well, there's probably many people with flaming red hair at a place like PAX East. But one of them it, will be me. Can you make it stand up like this? Maybe like, I'm actually considering cosplaying one of these days, but I don't know if that's professional of me. You could you could be Jesse from uh, Team Rocket from Pokemon. Oh my gosh, that's what my hairstylist said. Like this is so Team Rocket. I'm like, yeah. I'm telling you. Anyway, Pax East. Pax East. Uh, also, if you want to support the Boss Rush Podcast and the Boss Rush Network, you can head on over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Boss Rush Network, where you can get this show. One week early and ad-free on other perks like early access to other podcasts, voting rights, and more at the tier that's right for you. Again, that's patreon.com slash boss rush network. Uh, if you can't contribute financially, it's no big deal. Your viewership and listenership is enough for us. You can watch the video, subscribe to the channel, leave a thumbs up on the video, and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when new episodes go live. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. Really helps with visibility and discoverability. Remember, you can always find new episodes and all of our podcasts, articles, reviews, and more on our website at bossrush.net. Lastly, it's giveaway time, everybody. It's giveaway time. We are giving away Final Fantasy VII Rebirth for PlayStation 5. It comes out on February 29th. Uh, So this is limited to our uh north american united states uh audience so anybody lives outside of the united states i apologize we still love you we do love you Mm -hmm. it's a shipping and mailing issue okay yes so just to get that out of the way real quick but we are giving away final fantasy 7 rebirth for playstation 5 to enter subscribe to the boss rush network on youtube and comment buster in all caps on this video or look for our post on patreon if you're a patron at any level if you're a patreon subscriber at any level you're automatically receiving two entries if you comment buster in all caps on the pinned giveaway post the winner will be announced yep yep uh the winner winner will be announced on (laughs) the winner will be announced on the boss rush network twitter and instagram accounts on monday february 26th so follow the Boss Rush Network on socials to find out who wins. I want to get that out before launch day, at least have it ordered and shipped before launch day so you can play it that weekend. I think the 29th is a Thursday, so you will be able to enjoy your weekend with that. 
video game. Now that's yeah. it. Let's talk about what we've been playing. I'm going to go first. Because I have a bone to pick with PlayStation. That's okay. Um, you always have. You a bone always do. Well, if it would not, if it would just turn on and let me play it, it would be fine. <laughs> maybe you should maybe treat it better. Yeah, maybe you should say nice things about Jim Ryan. No, he's gone. <laughs> um, in the IT, in the Jim IT Ryan. world, in the IT world, we 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 like to call what your what your experience is called is called winning the IT. Uh, I'm sorry, winning the uh, Silicon Lottery. Mm. Yes. Um, and by winning the Silicon Lottery, we mean losing. I, I, I understood that reference. I got it. I got it. Uh, so I was playing Final Fantasy 16, which is an amazing video game only available on the PlayStation 5. And now I can't play it. Hmm. But it's this game is so incredible. It checks all of the Cory boxes for sure. For sure. Um, but. It's kind of a blessing in disguise because I need to finish Super Mario RPG, which I played a lot last night and um, I'm getting through it. It's definitely very simple. It's it's a beautiful game. It's definitely got a lot of Nintendo charm and a lot of you can see the lineage of obviously of Mario and Luigi, the Mario and Luigi RPGs. Um, Gino and Malo are two dynamically different characters. (laughs) I I wasn't aware Pinocchio was invading my RPGs because um, that's essentially mm-hmm. what you know is. So um, now you see why everyone wants him in Smash. No, I have no. Neither idea. do I. I don't get it. Uh, Stephanie's raising her hand. Oh, because I feel so? bad constantly cutting you off during the the sweepstakes. No, I just wanted a friendly reminder, Corey, that you were all. I don't want to play Final Fantasy 16 because everybody says it's like a Devil May Cry. Just saying. I did. See, you're never see, gonna, you're see. never gonna let him live that down. No, nope. no, nope. nobody never. ever is. It's fine. It's okay. Look, it's okay. <laughs> I look. I'll, I'll eat shit when it's time. Okay. This is no. This, this is the pile let's of shit say, that I'm digging into. Okay. <laughs> let's just say we. Let's just say we're the main people that are always telling our audience never pay attention to everything you see on the internet, and you you went hook, line, and sinker for that I one. I did. Just your friendly PSA. Continue. That was my mistake. It's all right. People still yell at me because I say Outriders was a good game. So, you know, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 16, though. Great game. Highly recommended. Uh, I was wrong at the beginning. Okay. I was wrong. Super Mario RPG, however, mediocre, in my opinion, so far. Um, it's like, I feel like the difficulty spikes are like all over the place in this game where like, I feel like I'm early on and I'm just crushing enemies and then I get to the next area and like they're just crushing me for no reason. And I'm like, I do, am I supposed to stay in that first area for five hours to grind this out and then move to the next area? Like, is that how they I forgot how grindy old school RPGs were. Uh, this game shouldn't be grindy for you this honestly this one is insanely simple and you can yeah. bypass a heck of a lot of bad guys yeah i'll be good well i that's what i was thinking but then like i will like i will die in like two hits and i'm like what's going on here like why am i dying in two hits like, especially malo malo is like a big fluff both physically and 
Didn't you are hitting the button um, when the bad guy's about ready to hit you, right? Hitting the button? What do you mean? Am I missing uh, something? Oh, there you go. Oh, is there like a parry mechanic? Is that? Uh, it, it's kind of um. Before you hit an enemy, if you hit a button at the right time, it does more damage. Same thing when an enemy hits you, you can negate a bit, quite a bit of the damage when they hit, mm. or block it completely. Oh, yeah. I must have. In fact, that your character should be popping it. up an explanation point if you suck at it. Oh, so is that what that it, means? It, yeah, that oh. means hit the button then. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. No, Corey, problem. trust me. It took me a while to get used to. Um, and then when I started getting it right, the the amount of damage that you could reduce made a difference quite a few times. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I I was unaware of that mechanic. Uh, it was probably in the tutorial, and I skipped most of it because I was like, "This probably. is a, this is an, a menu based RPG. I'm sure I can figure it out. <laughs> figure it out." <laughs> uh, and then I what? Just terrible. Just terrible. I know. I'm awful. You know. Come on, Laron. Come on. Bring it on. Just let me have it. It's fine. No, that's not. That's the, I don't have to say more. <laughs> uh, the last game I, I was really playing quite a bit until I got sucked into Final Fantasy 16 really hardcore was uh, Immortals of Avium, the first person magic shooter. It's fun. It's good. It's not amazing, but it's good. Um, I fought a dragon with some magic. That was fun. Uh and now I have like some I'm fighting this this enemy called the the hand and they are stealing stuff. And I don't know, I just went through this big kind of puzzle based maze to get back to the fortress. And it was uh, I, I like the game. I think it feels very like. PS3 FPS type thing, corridor shooter like. Okay, we're going to go this very linear path. Let's go shoot the guys in this path. Then there's this big circle area that's clearly an arena and you're going to have to, you know, find cover and use the different magic mechanics to take out the different types of enemies. And then once it's over, like a little chime goes off that lets you know that the encounter is over and then you proceed to the door that's glowing. Um, You know, sometimes if there's a red jewel above the door, you have to use your red magic to shoot it and open the door and you know, red, green, blue. Um, and of course, they vary that mechanic up a little bit, but not much. Uh, Gina Torres is in it. For those who care. You uh, Firefly and Destiny fans out there. Um, and Stutes fans. Yeah, that. Uh, but that's that's all I've been playing. It's been a. Uh, it's been a busy week, mostly because it's been a lot of like back end stuff, fixing the discord and the website back end stuff. And uh, the store didn't even mention the store in the write up and the housekeeping. There's 47 designs on the store now. So nice. That's cool. That's cool. Laron, how's your uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne return going? Oh man, yeah. We have a question: Do we in... want? Do I want to set you up with this question, Laron? Because I'm going to. Okay, but... I was about to say I don't know how to answer that, mm-hmm. given that you you need to tell me what the question is. Uh, so the one true James via Discord asks: Monster Hunter World is seeing players return in numbers as as strong as its initial release, 
as old players unite with an unexpected surge of new players. What do you think? And specifically, what do you think of Capcom's hugely successful return to return to world campaign? And then uh, MH Norris follows up related to this. What game would you love to see come back in a similar fashion? So we'll I'll let you answer that first part. Okay. All right. So, um, so, so first of all, like I had no, I, I did not think that like, like there would be just a mass like return to to Monster Hunter World. I did not think that, and I didn't really get, I didn't really get swept up in it. It was always my idea to return to Iceborne to Iceborne anyway. Um, you know, once because like I still, I still have fun with Rise and Sun and Sunbreak. So like it, it's so like it's not like I'm just eschewing one game for the other or anything like that. But uh, I think it's I think it's fucking fantastic, you know. Um, world Monster Hunter World was just like a phenomenon, like you know, for um, for a lot of veteran players, um, because like it was um, it was Monster Hunter officially stepping into the modern gaming world. And I know it sounds kind of weird, but you know, like back when it came out on PS2, there were limitations to what they could and could not do with their vision for Monster Hunter and stuff like that. And as gamers, you know, like who are like diehards, we we wrote it out. We wrote it out for four different generations of games, like staying the same, but also changing and evolving until we got to world, you know? So this, so like, I don't think it really, I don't think it really dawned on me until I saw the YouTube videos. Cause I was already back into playing monster in world. And I started over from, from, I started over at the beginning because like, I, I was like, this game's been out for five years and I, I wanted, I want to play through the story mode again. And so like that. So I created a brand new character with a brand new, with a brand new Palico. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and yeah like and um and ultimately like i just there's so much stuff in the story that i forgot and, you know monster hunter has always had like a loose story but like as far as storylines go like like worlds world and iceborne story is probably the best monster Hunter story to date that includes monster Hunter rise because i think rise had a lot of rise had a lot of stuff going on to it but his story seemed kind of disjointed and it's because two different teams worked on that game um, you had the base game, and then you had the then you had the then you had the base game that that one team worked on, and then you had the expansion game, the expansion portion, which is Sunbreak. But yeah, but it wasn't until after I started my character. Maybe I was like, maybe I was like a couple days deep into it that I started seeing all this like return the world and uh and like and like hundreds of thousands of players, you know, like being you know in the concurrent playing, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like, it's, I want to say it was almost like no one really left, but it was more like they all came back, you know, and that's and that's been amazing, you know, like uh, like I'm I'm telling you, like there's a there's this magic monster hunter, and you know, I'm I'm just glad that I've that I've been in it since 2004, way back in the beginning, and I cannot wait for the 20th anniversary celebration and see what they do and um and yeah i've been eyeballing those monster hunter board game sets on on amazon that cost like a hundred and some odd dollars i might have to might have to buy one and buy all the expansions to it because if anything if i don't even play the game i just want those figurines <laughs> yeah uh so yeah i've been playing monster hunter world um with with some buddies too like like running like running with some friends you know is so that's that's cool. Like actual people that I actually know, like out in town, like we're playing, um, and uh, and and beyond that, you know, um, I also got back into Sea of Stars because I want to actually try and beat that. Nice. So there you go. That's my that's my everything I've been playing. It's, it's just been those two. Like I've been 
with all the stuff that's been going on in my life, like I'm actually surprised I've actually been able to find time to play games and stuff like that. But yeah, like um, but yeah, like the Rog Ally, like just just kicking back in bed and spending like an hour, you know, playing playing like a quest or two before before bedtime is good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Nice. I wanna I put a poll up the other day because I I I just wanna say how much like and I said this on Nintendo Power Block that's coming out uh tomorrow if you're a patron uh last week if you're on free feeds like i was i was talking to ed i'm just like i really think we all kind of took take the switch for granted now and like its ability to be docked and or be played in handheld and the steam deck and the rog ally are really filling that void for a lot of people who want to play not nintendo games and like i just really appreciate the handheld experience and i really want some sort of handheld device uh i put a poll up and i said and ron you're gonna be sad but i'm pretty sure the uh oled steam deck won my poll Uh i'm not i'm not i'm not really i'm not really sad about it um not that i have to listen to a poll but (laughs) well i mean i mean the um i mean the this, well, the problem, the Steam Deck, the Steam Deck, the Steam Deck, Steam Deck. Wow. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> Damn. Please, please censor that later. Leron's, <laughs> Leron's weekend, everybody. Uh, man, Steam- tell us how you really feel about this. I feel like the Steam Deck, I feel like the Steam Deck, the reason why a Steam Deck is so popular and it, it dominates a lot of polls and a lot of just like, like reviews and like, you know, like testimonials and stuff like that is because like, it's, it's the first of its kind that's out there and, and, and in all seriousness, it has like the best ease of entry, you know. Like it's easy to like yep. just get a Steam Deck, and you know, like and even and even this price point is nice, so it's really easy to grab that thing, you know, and get started with it, you know. And and it was definitely a no brainer for people like for people like me, for example. I don't have a Steam Deck, but I have a ginormous Steam library. As a matter of fact, I think last week we, on our show I talked about how I had like over twelve hundred entries in my Steam library, you know, um, and um, and yeah. So like it was a no brainer for people who are, have a massive collection of um of, of of games and stuff like that and you know like now we've got rollouts you know with the uh, the Rog Ally the um the Lenovo Legion Go uh, the MSI Claw is coming real soon you know we've also got other ones like we've got the I I Neo and all that stuff which are more or less like glorified like you know like emulating machines no offense to the people who actually have those because I do know you can play like current and viable games on stuff like that but yeah like Steam Deck just has this thing about like this ease of entry and then with this surprise like like refresh they did that no one thought was coming you know and stuff like that. You know, it just like it put me it put me back in my in the headset the in the, in the head in the head frame where I was like, should I get a Steam Deck? Because you know, the reason why I did not get a Steam Deck because you guys know back when we had back when we had the um uh the gentleman from um from uh Noah from Steam Deck we- HQ yeah yes Steam Deck mm-hmm. HQ I was I was about to say I was about to say I was supposed to say Steam the Steam Deck uh Steam Deck IQ or something like that but yeah Steam Deck HQ we had when they had him on. Like Corey, you saw me. Like it was, it was like it was like talking to a kid, letting him know what what he's getting for Christmas. Like I was pretty much set on getting a Steam Deck, and then the Rog Ally announcement came out, and I was like, "Ooh, let me wait." And it, and and the main reason why I'm a more Rog Ally person, or just a Windows handheld person in general, than the than, than Steam Deck, is because like I just don't want to, I just want to fuck with Linux. Like I mean, in all in all seriousness, I've never liked Linux, and I know like. Linux is Linux is in the back end, 
But knowing the type of person I am with, with tech and IT and stuff like that, I was gonna have to. I was gonna have a collision course with Linux anyway. I just don't want to deal with it. Plus the fact that you can't send a plate. You know, Steam uh, like debt compatible games. That's that's a that's a thing. You know, and you know, like the and like you know, the only thing that holds back like games from playing properly on the um on the ROG Ally is just hardware. You know, whereas Steam Deck, it's something completely different, and I don't understand why it's something different because when they had their when because when Valve had their 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 console, like every game played perfectly. You didn't have to worry about anything being verified. So I don't understand like what's the the problem with the Steam Deck versus what they had before. So I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? All I gotta say is like I appreciate I appreciate it. I like I, I like the Steam Deck, especially the OLED. You know, like um the OLED one. Even though I haven't you know, I haven't physically put my hands on it on an actual OLED Steam Deck yet, but I'm probably <clears throat> I may just 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 pop the money down and, and spend it even though i don't want to be one of those people that have multiple like multiple devices like i already have a switch i have my rog ally and i still have like my old psp psp go ps vita you know i don't yeah. know if i need all this stuff just sitting around oh yeah. i still have my 3ds For and me, i found my uh, and i found my nintendo dsi wow. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago in the box also, also like the rog ally just based on the games I like to play in the game pass feature is like, seems like the no brainer choice, but you know, I, <clears throat> I don't know if valve builds a better device or not. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I'm too caught up in the way these devices are look and, and feel. And I don't know, man, I just, I wish. Oh, these now one I, thing I will say, <clears throat> one, th one thing I will say, because I am playing monster hunter world on the, um, on the on the rock ally um and um the nintendo switch has like the some of the best form factor out there like you see how thin this thing is mm -hmm. like the rock the rock ally is 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 about that that much thicker right well that's that's because the rock ally has modern technology and the switch's technology is like two game <laughs> stapled together that is true. So that is true. So here's the weird part, right? Playing Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch in portable mode, I did not like that experience at all. But playing Monster Hunter World, in the, so I was afraid that when I, if I played Monster Hunter World, I was like, I'm going to be stuck at my desk playing this because, you know, I just feel like if I didn't like playing Sunbreak on the Switch, I'm not going to like playing World on a ROG Ally. It's a, it's a bigger, thicker machine and everything, right? The ergonomics of the, of the of the ROG Ally, you know, like I don't have a single problem playing in like in like Monster Hunter is a fast twitch game. Like you're using you're using every finger, you know, to do something, whether stabilizing the system in your hand hey or fast twitch stuff with, with, with your uh, <laughs> shut up, shut up, <laughs> wrong show, Missy. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I play this game just as fine as if I was playing off of, with my PS5 controller. I've said enough. I've made this segment too long. Not really. I, it's fascinating. I think that Laurent, mm -hmm. I can't. I can't wait to have this Xbox discussion with you. Solely, yeah. be, you know, half half mostly because of the. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lie to you right now because uh, I don't even use Army Crate that much. I'm just gonna tell you oh, that you now. I I I do use it, but but. I uh, but I use Steam in big picture mode, which I guess basically you're giving yourself the the, the Steam Deck experience right there. But I was also but I also have this front end that I'm getting ready, uh, that I've 
messed around with in the beginning, but I'm going to load it back. It's called Play Night, and it turns and it just gives you a whole different experience. Like it, it it's it's too much to talk about right now, but I will. But I'll tell you more about it later. Um, okay. But yeah, I usually use Steam Big Picture Mode, and I just integrate everything into it, like um, especially like the emu- the emulation stuff. Okay. Like, well, Emu Deck is amazing. Well, we'll we'll have that discussion. I want to have it maybe after the the developer direct tomorrow or you know sometime in the next week or so. Y'all, I thought I thought I thought that thing was today. I I almost lost my mind. Yeah, okay. I, it's, it's tomorrow. Don't worry. It's tomorrow. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought I missed it. Um Stephanie, what are you playing? <clears throat> First, I just want to quickly show off I finally got some stuff from Limited Run. The Legend of Tian Ding. I started and probably got halfway through this game on the Steam Deck. Speaking of the Steam Deck, I it's who I don't remember the last time I booted up the Steam Deck. It's just too fat and heavy for me. But now I'm gonna start it again <laughs> That's on the what Switch. She said. Yep. <laughs> Trip World DX. I never got to play it in its original form. Now I can play it. It's by Sunsoft. And then last but not least. I, I, it's not like I had this on my radar, but when I read about the games, I really found it interesting. It's called the Odin Cat's Paradise Collection. Um, it's two games in one, and it's it's technically one of those like sim games, but you play at least in Bear's Restaurant, you play as a cat um, in a in a restaurant that's kind of. Um, like an analogy for uh, purgatory. So these souls come up after death and you need to serve them the right dish to kind of maybe based off of a memory to kind of ease them into the afterlife. I don't know. It just got like a very interesting premise. So three physicals uh, from um, Limited Run. Uh, I have been playing, I I beat Mario RPG. I won't say too much on it uh, because based off what Corey said in our upcoming book club, but um, it is a solid game, especially knowing that it came out in the Super Nintendo, right? Yep. Um, you know, knowing that, knowing that this existed back then, I'm like, you know what? It's got a lot of charm. I was definitely in it for the the humor. Like, it actually had some really cheeky, funny humor that I really loved. But it is very basic. Um, so there were some times where I'm like, eh, all right, let's just keep on going. But, you know, it was, it was good. It was a good experience, and I'm really glad that I had the opportunity. This is what I like, having that opportunity to play the games that I'd missed in the past. Um, played about 10 minutes of Blossom Tales, because that was the only game I had available for me while I was getting my hair done, because I downloaded the Prince of Persia demo, and for some reason it didn't work because I wasn't connected to the internet. Uh, I eventually played the Prince of Persia demo, which I'll maybe save my thoughts when I think Pat, you too, also played it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it so uh, a couple days early. Good. So maybe I'll, I'll chime in when you talk about it. And last but not least, I started Inscription tonight. I know Inscription is not necessarily a new game, but I got it from... Um, special reserve games again a game that i have on my steam deck but i don't like my steam deck so much that i was willing to wait for it to come on switch for me to play it on the switch started playing it and dang i don't know why i waited so long i'm really liking it and it's a it's like a card based game but it's like really unique i like it i suck at it but it's 
I don't know. It, it's it's got a really good flow, and it's got the right amount of spook. Makes you feel really uneasy, um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where this game takes me. So, loving Inscription so far. That's what I've been playing. <clears throat> I did play the Prince of Persia demo. Uh, I just mm-hmm. didn't write it down. But I, it's very- I know Pat will talk about it shortly. Speaking of Pat. All right. So we have got a lot of video games that I played over the break. Uh, But I just kind of want to quick speed run the uh, the six that I did beat. Uh, We beat Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Beautiful game. Highly recommend it. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Not my favorite Assassin's Creed. Sorry. It's probably actually my least favorite one. It's still a good game, but I just... I wasn't that invested in this one, even though I platinumed it. Uh, Is it worth it if it's on if you buy it on sale? I don't know. Honestly, like Ooh. I felt like the whole story was kind of pointless, especially if you know, like you beat Valhalla and you know that the main character is actually a bad guy. So it's like that. It's his story of just becoming who he was is just pointless. I guess. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 I felt like it was just a filler episode before, like another real good Assassin's Creed game. Uh, but it was all right. Well, it started out as DLC, right? For Valhalla. And then they're like, well, we should make it a real game <laughs> because we haven't put out a real game in like three years. Yeah, that's probably that case. <laughs> Uh, and then the final game of 2023 was Super Mario RPG. Like everyone else said, good, basic, nice, nostalgic, fun. For 2024, I beat Detective Pikachu Returns, mm. which was, you know, it, the story was enjoyable. It felt a lot more personal to the main characters versus the first one. But I think I liked the first one's like settings and mysteries a little better. But not, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I just think the first one was a little better. I beat Hi-Fi Rush. That yes. game was fun. Uh, did have uh, did have me tapping my uh, foot like constantly throughout the game, or like nodding to the beat. Um, I did feel like it sta- overstated welcome just a little bit, uh, just because the combat started getting repetitive. Uh, and probably one of the things I did not like about Hi-Fi Rush is the fact that as a collector, I want to be able to explore, but Hi-Fi Rush is like, no, you have to go through a second playthrough to be able to get all your collectibles because we're going to hide them behind doors that you need abilities from later on in the game to get to. So that kind of pissed me off a little bit, but otherwise good game. I beat Sea of Stars, got the good ending to that one, and whew. That game that required a lot to get the good ending. You basically have to do everything in the game. Like, find everything, get all the, uh, or you have to find, like, the 60 rainbow conches. Uh, You have to get through all the side quests, things like that. But I will say, the the ending, not only was the ending, I felt better, you also got to fight like the true boss of the game, um, so that it, it's definitely though a game that I highly recommend, especially if you love 
the traditional RPGs like Chrono Trigger, like it's definitely has a lot of that Chrono Trigger vibe to it. Um, anyway, so those were the games that I just beat. Uh, but let me talk about the new stuff. Prince mm. of Persia. The Lost I'm interested. Crown. All right. This game, like I remember when it first came out and I did not know quite how I felt about it because I have a lot of good memories of the 3D Prince of Persia, the, the whole Sands trilogy mm-hmm. uh, that came out because th- those were like the first ones I played. Um I I, I mean, but, I vaguely remember playing like the the old one way back in the day when back when I was in school. But uh, but yeah, like the the Sands of Time that trilogy was the first my first real experience of Prince of Persia. Yeah, and it always has special like a special place in my heart. But I will say this game truly it does feel like it fits right up there, even though it's strictly a two D game. The platforming and the traps that you go through are, you know, they're very fast paced, like jumping off the walls and, you know, dodging, uh, swinging pendulums and other little traps. Like it, the game feels like you're you're doing your parkouring and your acrobats acrobatics, but it's just being done in 2D this time. Uh, the game also has a very deep story. I am very surprised, especially for Metroidvania, just how, uh, just how, like much of a story this has. Like it has a lot of characters. Each one has their own various personalities. Sargon is a young man who's trying to prove himself to everyone. Uh, he has a whole bunch of team members ranging from the the dark secretive type to uh, the the big like strong guy who's just like oh I just want to beat people up and you know don't care about anything else just point me in the direction and go um, as well as like other characters like I just met this little old like hermit man that kind of reminds me of the monkey from uh, the Lion King who's you know kind of <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, Rafiki, where he's kind of like, you know, oh, hey, I, the, you know, he speaks in nonsense, and then you kind of have to chase after him, and in the end, he, you know, drops some heavy knowledge on you kind of character. Uh, but overall, like, it's cool to see, like, well, I played the demo first, so, and the demo gives you a lot of abilities right away that you don't start off with. So it's actually really cool to see, like, the progression of your character as he gets stronger and the abilities are very, very different. Um, so far, like I've gotten an air dash and I've also gotten an ability where you like put like an image of yourself and then you can move around and then you hit a button and you uh, teleport into the image. So it helps you get around obstacles that are moving or like people that are blocking your way. And uh, it just adds a, another layer of strategy also to the combat. Uh, the game is absolutely beautiful. Um, there's some great music. There is a lot of like fun exploration that you can do just off to the side. This, this is a well-done game. And so it's, it's also really cool to see because I'm used to seeing Ubisoft with all these massive open-world games. I don't think I've ever seen them do a 2D Metroidvania, which I guess is the 2D version of the open world game, but they pulled it off and they, they show great care 
and trying to like revive this Prince of Persia series. So I'm enjoying what I played so far and I look oh, forward what to what the fuck are they doing with the Sands of Time remake? I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I would say I don't need a Sands of Time remake. Uh, uh, just, uh, uh, no. No. Just bring the three make them playable for like current consoles. I'll they be okay with that. All three of them? And fix it. Uh, and fix the goddamn I know and fix it, the goddamn sinking issue with the Warrior Within. Jesus Christ. I know at least uh Sands of Time is and I think Warrior Within is because I own them both. Hmm. And uh the Forgotten Sands, the three sixty kind of pseudo sequel to Sands of Time is also yeah. backwards compatible. The one that came out with the movie that nobody remembers. <laughs> Ah, that was I good. Remember that movie because it had Jake Chillenhall in it. No, the game, not the movie. Nobody. Oh, the, oh, oh, okay. Uh, everybody remembers the movie. I like that movie. I did too. I did too. <clears> but <throat> but watching it, but watching it now, like you know, at, you know, like there's so much to nitpick about that movie now. And it's sure, not, there is. It's not a well, good no, no, movie. No, 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 like no, no, no. I no, I just mean like the real world tomfoolery. I'm not even talking about the shit that's related to the video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I. I the movie the movie's a bad movie, but I like the movie. Ah, the movie was sense. fun. Get fun times with Jake Gillianhall and that really about... hot chick. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I'm glad you talked about the um, in-depth characters because I haven't really seen that so much in the demo uh, yet, at least. Because mm-hmm. um, and this is coming from someone who has no history of Prince of Persia. I was excited about it. I played it. It's very smooth. Um, I love like the map system. I I can see it's very strong in its Metroidvania style. But by the end, I'm like, oh, it just feels like just another Metroidvania. I'm like, but you know what? I, I just feel like it's because I'm missing something. Um, so yeah, the demo hearing did what not have saying, a lot of cutscenes. This game actually has a lot of cutscenes in it. Okay, so I'm gonna you know, have a bit more faith uh, and, you know, get the full game eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It, I, I highly recommend it. It's a great start for 2024. Like I mm-hmm. said, I it just makes me really want to go back and play the old ones again, just because that, yeah. that series was awesome. Um, and then just something I've been tackling in my backlog, I uh, started replaying Bravery Default 2. Because I don't know, I, I was like, "What do I want to play before these all these other games come out?" And I decided to choose that one. And uh, if you don't know anything about that series, it's basically old school Final Fantasy. It is usually revolving around four characters that are going to be called the Warriors of Light. They're going after four elemental crystals to stop a big, giant catastrophe that's happening. It is a turn-based battle system game with uh, a job uh job combat system or a job system where you can basically switch and swap uh your jobs to customize how you want to you know battle um and it's all right i like the art style the combat is generally pretty good but i will tell you the boss fights are a bitch they will test your limits and make you like almost like just sometimes just win just barely like you almost have you almost get lucky i feel because you have to go in unless you know exactly how your enemies are weak to 
Like, if you have the wrong combination of things that they're not weak to or they will counter, you're mm-hmm. just going to get your ass creamed so hard. Oh, boy. Oh, that's yeah. a long show. They, they, will, they will spank <laughs> you so hard that you'll regret that, that I don't know. That you know, I remember getting through, like, I played this game 24 hours before when it first came out. And then I stopped playing and I remember like I got to that same point again and I remembered why I quit because of the boss that I fought and giving me anxiety and finally it's like I don't know if I want to continue it. Luckily I pushed on a little further after that and just kind of realized no it was more that guy that was like massively tough like he he was the difficulty spike. Uh, so we'll see. There's a whole bunch of other things coming out, but that is one from my backlog that I'm hoping to beat sometime. Awesome. Yep. Nice. And that's nice. me. Man, Prince of Persia. Oh, you play it. What What did you play it on? Uh, I have it on the PlayStation five. Nice. I played it. It's I got achievements. It on... Yeah. No, it's got trophies. Yep. Trophies got little I, uh, pictures i i so i played the demo on switch just to see what the handheld experience would be like mm-hmm. it's incredibly polished on this on the switch at least in handheld yeah mode. it runs at almost a locked 60 except for the cutscenes run at like sub 30 but i don't care about the, the cutscenes. um but it runs really well it makes me mm-hmm. man i Every time I play a Switch game in handheld mode that requires the D-pad in some fashion, it makes me so upset that the Switch does not have a D-pad. Like, I've been looking at these stupid, hoary split pads for, like, probably... uh, Andre turned them on to me, like, a year ago because he got some. And I'm like, you like them? He's like, yeah, but you can't dock it when when they're on there. I'm like, I I want them, but I don't want to have to take them off every time I want to play on the TV. And I'm like... I don't remember the last time I played my Switch on the TV except for Zelda. Like that was l- probably literally the last time I played my Switch on the TV. So, and now now on my new TV, like anything on the Switch just looks like old smelly not good. <laughs> I was going to say garbage, but it's not they don't look like it doesn't look like garbage. It's just like it's fuzzy, man. It's fuzzy. I'm telling you I'm my Xbox you, man, a modern, 4K 120, you know, and my Switch a modern is, fucking television will make the Switch look bad. 900 P 25. <laughs> uh, anyways, Switch still looks good and on eight inches of OLED. So, ah, uh, anyways, Pat, Prince of Persia, mm-hmm. early contender, I think. For some bossy categories, uh, I, let's see. It could definitely be a good adventure art style. Uh, it would definitely fit there. Yeah, you know, we'll see what the rest of the year brings. We got to get that script done, though. We got to get that video up. Uh, I said the last week of January, so that gives us what two weeks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or if you're that, listening to this Monday. now and not being a patron, it's yeah. probably out now. It'll be out today, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
If you want to see how you can become a Patreon producer, head on over to patreon.com slash bossrushnetwork. The Patreon producers for this month are Adriel Munger, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Todd Oxtra. Thanks for your continued support of the Boss Rush Network and our family of podcasts. So, yeah, that's what we've been playing. Uh, Stephanie is switching positions, so we are going to talk about <laughs> LaRon's face when I said that. Wow. Oh, man. Uh, not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Um, now that we're here, it's time for the first round of the 2024 Metacritic Draft. So we are here every year to do this Metacritic Draft where we pick games, and at the end of the year, based on the scores of the games, we uh, hand out a prize. And so... Laron won this year. If you missed last week's episode, you should go look at and you should go watch. What's my prize? Uh, gift cards. TBD. We'll talk off air. <laughs> um, but Pat's Pat's, Pat's in it this year. Uh, so Laron won. Seventy came in second. I came in third, and Pat uh, was disqualified. Um, mm-hmm. Not really. He just joined the show late. Disqualified from this game. Uh, <laughs> no, he is not. Uh, Pat's actually picking first. So here's here's the deal. Okay, so instead of picking all of our games now and then five more later in the year, we are going to pick five games each quarter. And the rules are simple. The games have to that we pick each quarter have to come out after our our choose date. Right. So we're picking today. So that means Prince of Persia and The Last of Us. Part two remastered are disqualified. Unfortunately, no, uh, no one's getting that 91 uh, that we missed out on. Uh, but other than that, you know, the, the rules are the rules and we don't get to pick those games. And Pat gets to go first. Uh, any game that comes out, we think may come out in 2024 to base our scores on the rotation is Pat goes first. I go second because I came in last place. Pat goes first because he wasn't part of the game last year. So we gave him first pick. Stephanie goes third, it. and then LaRon will go last. Uh, I I think you guys have the link, the gameinformer.com slash 2024. If you guys want to play along, uh, that's a g- great uh, website that tells you what games are coming out. And uh, anybody have any questions? No, just a comment that uh, it's kind of funny to see the second half of the year looks so empty on that website. Obviously, yeah. it's going to fill out. Yeah. But just at this well, point, actually, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Actually, Game Informer's list this time last year looked about the same. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how it usually looks in January, so it gives me, like, all the good goosebumps. Yeah. That means we got a lot to look forward to to be announced. Exactly. Maybe. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Pat, mm-hmm. if nobody has yeah. any questions... Without further ado, remember everybody, The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered and Prince of Persia, Persia, The Lost Crown are disqualified. Are disqualified. And any game that came out before or had a Metacritic score posted before January 17th. So I can't choose Breath of the Wild? 
Nope. Sorry. No. Okay. Nope. Super Mario Odyssey. Nope. Darn it. Slap you. <laughs> Trying to reach me through the screen. Mm. Wisconsin. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? what? We should. We should do a. We should do a. I guess was. I I should have I should have thought of this before like the show, but it just came to my head now. We should do. We should almost do like what's called a hail mary, like uh like like put like put in there like an announcement, a game that we think is going to get announced, and see what happens. And and we, and we'll actually, what we can we'll do that. No, no. Here's the thing. Okay, because because what I'm thinking is like we put a game out there. We, it could be any game. Like for example, like the Twilight Princess slash you know Wind Waker like. Like mm-hmm. game that everyone swears is coming, right? Mm-hmm. It hasn't been announced. Nintendo's acting like they're never going to make it, right? So someone can put that on there, and if it gets announced at the end of the year, that throws out one of our games that does not that gets gets pushed back or does not get or does or gets delayed or does not get released. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Basically, it basically it'll kill an it'll kill a zero score. It'll give us some points instead of a zero. I score. like that. Yeah. I, uh, I'm sorry. I, it it just came to my head just now. Like, I, I, so I'm sorry if it disrupted like the flow. Right, it's like now. a cool side bet. Yeah, yeah. It's a theory on Zelda, by the way. Nintendo says that no, ha- no, no, Real no quick. theories. I'm, t- I'm, I'm tired of you guys and your fucking t- <laughs> Nintendo you tinfoil hats and all that stuff. You it up. Y'all, you guys made well, a, see, a, a now, bad now year. Now that Corey started it. Now that Corey started, <laughs> yeah. I need to hear it, or yeah. else I'm going to be having anxiety oh, all night. It's, it's like. It'll take me three seconds to run. So one. Nintendo said that they wanted to put Zelda release out every year, right? Since yes. the, and since the Switch launched, there's only been one year that a Zelda game has not come out. Is that twenty twenty two? It was twenty twenty two. Guess what game was supposed Hi. to come out in twenty twenty two? What Tears. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh-huh. So my thought is that Tears of the Kingdom took twenty twenty three spot and we're gonna get Twilight Princess and Wind Waker this year. Boom. Uh-huh. Okay. All not right. as a package. But just maybe as a package. But you said but you said we're not but you said we're not gonna put an announcement. We're not gonna do the announcement thing until April. April. Okay. All right. April. Cause, cause we're gonna be missing a we... huge Nintendo Direct in February. Yeah, just saying. We are. I think that's why I think that's why he I think that's why he wants to wait till April because he wants to throw some new games on the list when we come back in April. True. Yeah. Oh, yep. Man. There's going to be some shadow drops from Nintendo into this direct. By the way, <laughs> another Nintendo theory, real quick. 2024 <laughs> is going to be the year of remakes and remasters. So you guys better gear up to be playing some old games on that console. It's been the whole that decade of remakes and remasters. What are you talking about? Lusa. All right. Anyways, Speaking Pat, of remakes and remasters, turn. my first choice is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Ooh. Figured, yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, all right. So I'm not going to type all these in. Everybody keep track of your own games on the dock. Uh, my first pick is uh, Senua's Sacrifice Hellblade 2. I think that game is going to be a banger. I think it's going to be awesome. Um. I don't really know what else to say about it, except I this is my I think this might be my most anticipated game of the year. Okay. So. All right. For me, my first pick is going to be Tekken 8. Ooh. Uh, 
Oh, what? Oh, oh, I'm just gonna start punching people in the face today. Mm. Wow, Laurent's too. I was making a, ta a, a tactical move. Um, this is kind of the next big major fighting game. Um, I finally got excited for it because they did a character trailer of a character that I used to main back in Tekken 4. And I used to cheese the heck out of a particular movie. Has. Eddie Gordo. Eddie Gordo. No. The dancer. Okay. No, it's the guy with the silver hair. Oh, Violet. Okay. Violet. Yeah. Okay. I love him. And the, I don't know, like, so I don't know. It just like reignited so that. He's so what? He looks so cheesy. He looks so cheesy in this trailer. Uh, I'm gonna tell you that right now. He looks so cheesy in this trailer. And uh, and did you? Did you catch like when he was doing the combo and like his freaking Dorian Gray uh, portrait like fell off the wall? <laughs> I was like, yeah. does this mean he's about to lose his life because his portrait fell off the wall? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty cheesy, but it did remind me of the good old days. And you know what happens when you tickle that nostalgia uh, bone? So um, I just, it feels like a pretty solid mm. bet. This, I might invest in either that or any of the fighting games because we need to bring back some uh, play nights back. And I know Mario Party is a staple, but we should do like a fighting game. Like pick one of the many, like uh, Street Fighter mm -hmm. 6 or Mortal Kombat or Tekken and just have game night. So yeah. Tekken 8 for me. Here's, all, here's the thing. My, my new office at the new house is going to have a whole sectioned off place for me to record stuff that's like... <laughs> no, nobody can hear me. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a recording. You're gonna actually have yes. a studio now. Yes, that's awesome. Because like I'm trying to work myself up because because uh, because my boyfriend and I are moving in uh, together this year. And I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work myself up to be like, okay, like we have to share the office, but I I need to see if I can dominate the aesthetics of the office. <laughs> So wish me luck, I'm still trying to figure out how to record a basic video, and I already ordered the wrong webcam, by the way. <laughs> how did no, you order the wrong out. webcam? Just plug it into your computer. Isn't it USB? Isn't it just a USB one? Yeah, but but no, I want to record from PlayStation or my Xbox Series X, and the Razer Kio Pro is not compatible with either. Oh. My... My twenty dollar Logitech webcam that I've used for ten years is compatible. Oh my with both. god! Would you, would, uh, Corey? Why, why what? would you? Why would you just rub it in your face like that? Why? I'm just no, wait. But saying. I I read that I read that the PS 5s only compatible with its Sony webcam. That for yeah. streaming. Yeah, for streaming. Yeah. See, I need you guys' help. Laron, help her. Your Windows. Mm -hmm. You're a Windows person. I, I spent money and got a Sony webcam. It's coming in the mail this week. Send it back. <laughs> Dude, come on, guys. Hold I've on, already we'll spent like 80 bucks on the Razer thing, and now I'm even trying to sell it on eBay. All right, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, just, we'll figure it out. We're, re we're ready for my game? <laughs> yep, yeah. ready yes. for your game, Laron. Go. All right, all right, all right. Uh, you know what? Because someone picked... I should have said this. I should have preambled this before. Like, if anyone steals my game... Uh, my, any of my games I have for other purpose. purpose. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just being, I'm just being a dickhead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, but, uh, but I choose like a dragon, infinite wealth. Ooh, mm. a bitch. Everybody hey, steals everybody's you, games. Hey, mm -hmm. hey, hey, you scooped, Corey, you scooped Corey on rebirth because you know Corey was gonna say Final Fantasy seven. That was my, that was my first on my draft board. It was uh, it was on my draft board too, actually. No but I knew, one. But I, Please, this is the most anticipated court, but, game of twenty twenty four. Of course, it's on everyone's I draft board. I could have I could have cheated and just said, "Hey, Pat, you're going last." 
and then you I could have, and I appreciate I it. That was nice. I said he was disqualified, and so that's why Corey, uh, or that's why LeBron stole one of mine mm-hmm. because he's a dick. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a cycle of stealing. So speaking of cycle of stealing, Pat, or what are you going to? Yeah, Pat. Oh, oh, Corey, steal? Sorry, no, Pat. Yeah, I'm going to steal Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, from who? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that game is going to score that high. You want to know why? I think it's going to be about it's, an 80. No, because it's going to get the Nintendo bump. It's going to score at it, least an it's 85. It's got Nintendo. <laughs> it's going to score an 85. I, I, but I, I, but I feel like as soon as people realize, oh, it's playing at 30 frames per second on Switch, when it was playing at 60 frames per second on the on the GameCube, like it's going to start hurting that score. <laughs> But it's already on the paper, so he's got it now. It's already on the he's paper. locked in. Uh, I'm All right, guys. Stephanie, I'm make- put your game in. I'm making my first big swing. I don't even know if this game's coming out this year. A post on the Disney blog said it was coming out early 2024, and Ubisoft made them remove it. But I don't care. This is my second most anticipated game that's been announced. Hey, Corey's going for his anticipated ones. From Massive Entertainment. Star Wars Outlaws game looks incredible. I can't. All right, all right, Corey. It's war. It's 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 this time is war. That that's on my list too. You guys don't understand when when y'all when 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 it was, when it said last week that we would be we would be doing it this week for the uh, the draft. I have a list. I have a list. It's seventeen mm-hmm. entries long. I have a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I probably have about as many. All right, uh, Stephanie. All right. Uh, so you got Star Wars Outlaws. I'm going to take Mario versus Donkey Kong. Ooh, that was on my list too. <laughs> that was going to be my. Go th- I thought I didn't. I'm so shocked that game went so early. Actually, I I see. I see. I'm going to. I'm going to have to sleep with my mouth guarding tonight because I'm going to be grinding my teeth so hard. Oh my god! Yeah, again, it's the Mario. Uh, Mario, the Nintendo bump thing. I hate to say it. I hate y'all right now. Princess Peach is still out there, okay? (laughs) All right. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna have to do this one. I'm this is a good faith one because like I don't I don't know, but it could be it could be a surprise. Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I know it feels like a Hail Mary, doesn't it? Just wait till you see my next pick to see how big of a Hail Mary you might. (laughs) The thing is, it's either going to be really good or really shitty. All right, Pat, what's going back to you? Pat, it's back to you. All right, so it's Megan. All right. um, I'm going to go with uh, Wukong. Ooh. Ooh, that was going to be one of mine. Okay. That was was my next one, but I had to get Metal Gear Solid out of there fast. I forgot Metal Gear yep. was coming out this year, to be honest with you. Where the f- as soon oh. as I can find it on the list so I could remember exactly how it's all spelled. Oh, man. Yeah, Black Myth Wukong. W-U-K-O-N-G. Is it Black Myth all right. Wukong first? Or? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Black Myth Black Wukong. Myth Wukong. Yeah. Black Myth. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going for another home run here. Because not only I, I know the game is coming out this year, but I need this game to be good. It it needs to be good just for the sake of discussion. Uh, skull skull and bones. No, uh, I figured no. that game looks. I think that game looks cool. By the way, uh, the concept of that game sounds cool. I don't know if the game will be good. Destiny two 
the final <laughs> shape. That expansion Damn. needs to be on the level of the Taken King, Forsaken, the Witch Queen. If not, Bungie will not exist in the next two years. And I I don't say that lightly. Bungie survived a lot. Um, they've already pretty much said without confirming that after this expansion comes out, they're laying off more people. Mm. Um, this is a swan song for a lot of players and employees. Okay. It, it, it needs the final shape needs to be destiny's. Uh, what do you call it? Not swan song, but coup de gras, I guess it needs to be the defining moment for the franchise. Hmm. So that's my number three. Okay. So I'm, you know, I was a bit more risky last year. I'm going to play it super safe, at least until push comes to shove. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm doing Princess Peach Showtime. That's a very safe one. That's a very safe one. Yep. All right. Moving along, Leron. Nothing special to say about it. Move along. The fucking motherfucker's going fucking black myth and fucking. Oh, my list is getting very, very weak now because people are picking the games. (laughs) So, so it's time for. Oh, you know what? What shit? I was it was staring me right in the face. I didn't think about Dragon's Dogma two. That's gonna be a all right. It's gonna be a massive game. It's that funny one? because like I I really did not like the first game. I did not, but it's got it's got such a cult following. And did you know what? I'm mm-hmm. I'm guarantee I'm guaranteeing you something's gonna happen with that game. Yep, <sighs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Man, I almost feel like five games is too short now. Because there's still a bunch that I kind of want to grab. Uh, all right. Well, I am going to grab a smaller one this time, and say, "Brother, a Tale of Two Sons remake." Mm. Mm. Are you Pat? Hmm. We're gonna get kicked out of packs because I'm gonna I'm gonna physically assault you. <laughs> Jeez. When are you going? <laughs> I want to go. Like I'm waiting to see if I'm approved. They didn't send you an email yet? No. Bunch of jerks. No, I've su- I submitted what day was that? I submitted I submitted Thursday last week, the day after the podcast. Hmm. Try resubmitting. Isn't that uh, that's 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 like spamming them. Wouldn't wouldn't that automatically disqualify me? I don't know. I I submitted twice. And they okay. gave me mine. So okay. I didn't hear from them after like a week, so I emailed them again. And I just put in, you know, that little box at the bottom where it says, like, is there anything else you should know about whatever? Just put, uh-huh. I submitted last Thursday. I haven't heard back. <laughs> and just just say the rest of my team is going and they've already been approved. Uh-huh. Just say that. OK. <laughs> OK. Is it uh, is it my turn? Your turn, Corey. Oh, yeah. yeah. OK. Yeah, your, your turn. Um, hmm. Do I want to go? Do I want to go with a. I'm going to need some points because if these two, if these games, a don't come out or B bomb, I'm going to need some, some guaranteed points here. 
Um, so now, now you're liking the idea about about the announcements now, aren't you? No. Oh man, that might be my last one if it's still available. Okay. Uh. Oh my gosh, there is so much coming. Okay, I I know what I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little layup here. I'm gonna do a little layup. Hell Hell Divers two. Oh. All right. Hell- oh. That wow. That mm. surprise. Everybody okay. loves that first one, man. Everybody that played that first one loves it. And this one looks better, way better. I'm kind of interested in it. I feel like I feel like the trailers haven't shown like the actual game itself, though. I still feel like the a last lot of trailer they the put trailers. out showed some gameplay. It's a third person shooter ish. Mm-hmm. Maybe. All right. OK. I think it looks all right. Uh, Gosh, we still have my big ones in the next three months, too. I know, and I probably should be picking from that. But my fourth pick is going to be Stalker 2. Oh, damn it. That was my last one. Ah, Heart shit. of Chernobyl. That was the game I got a fucking zero in last last year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Coming out September. Unless oh, it gets pushed. Good pick. Good pick. Steve. All right, Leron. Thank you. Oh, Laurent's got murder in it, murder in his eyes. I know. Mm. Don't, don't, don't take my game, Laurent. Does the name of your game? Does, does the name of your game start with R? No, I don't really have. Okay, and I'm picking pick that right now. So, oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm I'm scanning this list, like seeing what I can wipe. I'm going to go with Rise of the Ronin. Damn it! That was oh, nice. One. That's literally the one I'm staring at right now. Oh, you you were looking at it right now? Yeah, I was like, nobody remembers what this game is. Oh shit! Yeah, whatever, whatever. Okay. Come on, you don't want to pick Foam Stars? Uh, you know what? On Foam Stars, people are loving Foam Stars. Besides, if you have a PlayStation Plus subscription, uh, next month it's a free game for you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. No, 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 no! It was announced. It was it's announced that uh, that's getting um, a launch on PlayStation Plus. You don't, you don't, you're not interested in a bunch of sexy anime characters spraying foam on each other. It's hot. It sounds I'm, like the I'm next. 40, it sounds I'm like the 40, next. I'm 48 years old. Like I've, I've kind of, I've kind of outgrown my hentai phase. Well, there's still slot number five. So speaking of which, our fifth and final pick for this quarter, hat. What are you going with? <sighs> So many choices. I know. Which one do I want to go with? I mean, Persona 3 could be good, but... Um, hmm, maybe the Suicide Squad? That couldn't possibly bomb, right? I think it's going to be it's great. Rock steady. It's it, I mean, that, that might be the first 100 in, in all Metacritic. Mm-hmm. So... Let me just let me just say this, uh, because like because of because of because of like outlets like IGN and whatnot, like it kind of forced uh, it kind of forced WB to like to like lift the embargo for the people who 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 played early access stuff because they needed a better spin than what the actual outlets were saying. Which you know, in this case, you know what I'll give it to, I'll give it to WB because you know like WB has faith in their game, but a lot of people who who are actually who are actually like you know like 
now following the rules of the embargoes over and stuff. They're saying it might not be the best games as a service game, but it is a it is a pretty good like you know just like regular like 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 shoot 'em up game. Did you see by the way? Uh, the former Rocksteady founders announced their new studio. T- uh, yes, I did. I did. A hundred stars that, studios, which is yeah, I mean, hilarious. Um, yeah, man, they better be careful. Take two might sue them because they have stars in there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. What a. Anyways, sorry, Pat. Seriously, the guys are freaking up? making a video game for you. Why the hell are you going to sue them? Two of them. Wow, I don't, I don't get it. All right, guys, I am gonna go with an unknown here, and that unknown is gonna be called Unicorn Overlord. Ooh, what the nice! Hell that? Fuck, what that was what was I was that? gonna pick. I know that was what I was what gonna pick that? too. <laughs> what? What? No! What? 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 I thought it is Unicorn a tactic, Overlord, man. It is Use- a tactics RPG made by Vanillaware. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's totally a Laron game. Um, mm-hmm. God damn it, Pat! I thought you were gonna pick Persona, and I was gonna snag that. Oh. Hey, Corey. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip off the camera, and, and it is your job because, like, you know, YouTube will come after us to censor Fine. that. Whatever. We're not big enough for YouTube. <laughs> Lorraine, you wouldn't I'm have kidding. even I'm known kidding. what the game was until we just mentioned it. No, 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 no. no. I, I I forgot the name of the game, but I remember this game. Yeah, I I since you didn't take it, I'm taking Persona Three Reload. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a little more loose too. I'm, I'm just it was glad before Pat even mentioned it. <laughs> I can't I'm just believe it's glad on the list. it's there. Yeah, I'm glad someone. No, I've got it. I've got a dark horse coming up. Unless Stephanie is about to scoop it for me, but we'll find she out. Is. Watch. So okay, so Pat's taking Unicorn Overlord. Cor- Corey's snagging a Persona Three, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then my final pick. Um, I'm just gonna go with what will be kind of out by the time. We are meeting again. Pacific Drive. What is that? Okay. Is that driving game. Oh my gosh! Is that was that Laurent's pick? Oh. Everything was Laurent's <laughs> pick. Why? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Stephanie, what are you doing? Hold on, hold on, hand? hold on, hold on. I'm about to take a I'm about to take a screenshot of this and I'm about to send it to you because like I'm going to show you my I'm going to show you my list. I'm I'll I'll take a screenshot of it after we get through with this because um. That was my dark horse. That was what I was talking about. That was my dark horse. You still could do South Park Snow Day. God, that mm-hmm. game was so bad. Or if you really want a dark horse, Alone in the Dark. Very dark. I don't have, I don't have faith in Hill that. Too. Yeah, that's. Still- I need to see, yeah, I think it'll. It's I need to see. Though. I need to see something on that. Okay. All right. So. All right. So you know what? Beware of blueberries. Here's a hail mary for you. Wolf Among Us Part Two. Oh, you took the one that I got a zero on last year. Wolf. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I for, I, I forgot about that until you said it just now. Yeah. Um, All right. I, perfect. I would, that I would worry that uh, uh, Telltale is going to go out of business again. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's again. my worry. This would be like well, this would be the third time for them, wouldn't it? <laughs> At least second, Damn. but I, I don't. Well, I can't right. imagine the expense did it. did as well as they wanted. Oh, th- this is an exciting start to the draft. Wait, I will say that. Yeah, this, no, that? this is a bloodbath, right? This is a bloodbath right here. Wait, Stephanie. Yeah, what Stephanie, what did game? you take? So you I took Tekken 8. Mar- 
Yeah, Tekken 8, Mario oh, yeah. versus Donkey Kong, Princess Peach Showtime, Stalker 2, and Pacific Drive. Okay, there we go. Uh, well, that's uh, that's round one of our Metacritic draft. Let's throw this into a into a notepad so I don't lose it. Like I almost I wrote did. them all down too, so I can put it in like in a Google Doc in our folder. But yeah. just to recap, Pat, you got mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, Black Myth Wukong Wukang. I didn't spell it right. Wukong. Brother Wukong. Thank you, Brother. A Tale of Two Two Sons uh-huh. remake uni- and Unicorn Overlord. Uh, Corey's got Senua's Sacrifice, Hellblade Two, Star Wars Outlaws, Destiny Two, The Final Shape, Helldivers Two, and Persona Three. I already read mine. And Leron, Like a Dragon. Infinite Wealth, Metal Gear Solid, Delta, Snake Eater, Dragon's Dogma 2, Rise of the Ronin, and Wolf Among Us 2. Nice. Nice. Look at that. We did it, guys. Metacritic Draft. Beautiful. Ready to go. Cheers to another year, guys. Yeah, let's hope I come in third place for the third year in a row. Um, or last. Some of these, some of these people from Boss Rush are going to walk in. Are going to walk in the packs, but they're going to limp out at the end of the show. I'll already be limping. Yeah. My knee hurts all the time. A nice runner would have been Grand Blue Fantasy, but oh well. Laurent, if you're gonna if you're gonna make me limp, hit my bad knee so I don't so I can have at least one good knee to walk out of there. Hey, something <laughs> to think about, you know, since we're like throwing in like fun stuff. It, you know, if we all end up going to packs, I think we should have like one bonus packs pick. Like pick one game that's at PAX. Yeah. If we know it's coming out this year, yes. we'll see what happens. Laron, you have to go so we can all be there. Mm-hmm. I want to go. Like I'm, I, I, I'm doing my damnedest to make sure I get there. Did you, did you email them again? Not while we've been recording. No, like I'm trying, I'm trying to concentrate on y'all motherfuckers not stealing my games from my, from my, from my five picks. I'm gonna oh. say right and now. See, let me see what it did let me, for let, you. Let me, let me see. Let me see. So, Final Fantasy was stolen from me. Black Myth Wukong was stolen from me. Um, 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 um. Tekken Eight was stolen from me. Tekken Eight, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, Stalker Two, Pacific Drive. Pretty, pretty much Stephanie's <laughs> entire list. Do, do you know? Do you know how badly I had to scramble each time? Like, like one of these games got called. Oh, man. I'm. I'm actually quite. You got happy infinite wealth. In my list. Yeah, I got infinite wealth. <laughs> I know. And I know Patrick is like cursing like my first unborn son now. <laughs> nah, I, I I looked at the list and I you know strategically kind of picked what I wanted. And while I think like a dragon's gonna do great, I also think it's gonna be like not nineties great, but like Black Myth eighties ish. Yeah. That one stung. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. That one stung. The Mario versus Donkey Kong stung. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get, let's get into our community questions. Uh, we have a ton of oh, questions. Wait, we have that. Yeah, we have a ton of these questions. Oh wait, no. Let's 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 talk about. A, are we gonna do a backlog challenge this year, real quick? I would like to. Yeah. How do we want to do that? One point. For... I was gonna say we need to define this. So we need to. So yeah. Oh, are we doing? Oh, oh, is it like is it like that thing that Ed tried to do with it's the freaking be that complicated at all? Yoshi coins. Yeah, no, yeah, the Yoshi coins. That. Like, like we're that was even that. like he didn't not, even make it real currency for us to use. No, we're not. <laughs> we're, not we're not doing that. We got to figure it out. But I think I think you get like one point for completing at least fifty percent of the game, and two points if you complete the game. 
And then yeah. I guess if you want to add a third point on there for platinuming or one king a game, then you could do that, I guess. But Nintendo doesn't have anything to measure that. So what would we consider, though, the backlog? Like anything, how... anything that you've started or have wanted to play that has come out before 2024. Okay. That, I, I think that's the, the simplest way to do it. And does it start as of now, or does it start as today. of 2024? It starts today. Starts today. Okay, so I can't throw high nope. by. Nope, okay. starts today. All right. The 17th, January 17th. So everybody make your list. Uh, it can also be a you can you can, however, if you are currently playing a game that did not come out this year, if you are currently playing it right now. So bravely default to will count. Then. It can it will count if you are currently right. playing it right now. Uh, OK, so Sea of Stars. OK, there's that fine line of uh, game as a service type thing, too. But maybe we just don't count stuff like Destiny or Fortnite or other games as a service i guess ongoing games yeah. yeah yeah monster hunter is the tricky one i think to point at but leron's already probably finished monster hunter 75 times on three platforms i'm not so. i'm not i'm not i'm not counting that because i i I, right. I beat that back when so, it was new all right so 50 percent. did you beat some break Let's see. Fifty. Um, no, I have not played the final quest, like against against the primary oh, Malzino. The final. Okay, never mind. It's gonna be uh, like there you go. But also, this this is obviously gonna go on an honor system type thing, and we we need to put this in some sort of Google Doc too of like games that we've completed. Uh-huh. Also, um, I think how do we want to uh, games that we that we play a significant amount, but don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to say you have to beat 50% of the game, but like, you know, you can't just turn it on, play for 20 minutes, get one achievement or trophy and be like, whoa, that's my backlog game. It was fine. Next game. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like we honestly need to just I feel like if we can honestly, if, I think the four of us can do the honor system pretty well enough to like we we can yeah. we can know, you yeah. know, we don't have to police. Mm-hmm. We I mean, don't have to police each other. I, I trust you guys. I'm just that was more of a elaboration for the audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah, yeah, we we can trust other enough. And Plus, you know, worst case scenario is we can just quiz somebody like what what happened. In, or know, we can look at their trophy list if they're playing on PlayStation or Xbox. And just look at their or, achievement list. Yeah. And see. Or, 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 or Steam, see where they my, my, you know stopped. My yeah, my Steam profile is uh my Steam profile is open. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but yeah, it's open. It's always open. I always see that you're playing. You were playing Tekken Seven today, Laron. I was yeah. I was. Um, As a matter of fact, I was. I was hosting. I was hosting some people playing Tekken Seven. Like uh, yeah. they want to play, and um, and the only and the only uh, person who had Tekken Seven with every single character unlocked was was me. Hmm. All right, time for community questions. Uh, remember, you can look for the uh, community question thread in Discord. You can tweet. You can look for the tweet thread. You can email us if you really want to at podcast at bossrush podcast.boshrush at gmail.com if you want. Uh, but our first question comes from our first couple questions because he's been stacked up over the last couple weeks comes from the one true James. He asks, what is your favorite game uh, that nobody talked about? I assuming he means 2023. He said this year. So I would say 2023 that nobody talked about. Um, I'm going to say 
Ravenlock for me. Game was awesome. Hmm. I'll do my pick. I'm not sure if I can think think of one like that. No one talked about, but I can I can say that I feel like Final Fantasy 16, as big of a game as it was, was still very much overshadowed by discussions from other blockbuster games. I also yeah, feel people, it was really people just, people just want to talk about fucking Alan Wake and, uh, and Baldur's Gate 3 all the time, right, Stephanie? Rightfully so, and LeBron. Zelda. And Zelda, too, though, right? I mean, like, Zelda, people were still talking about all the things you could build in Zelda when Final Fantasy came out, right? That was kind of... Yeah, so I'm not saying that no one talked about Final Fantasy 16, but I gotta say, like, in comparison, plus, I just felt like no no one was talking about it. Yeah, plus Diablo 4 came out, like, right after that, and everybody was obsessed with Diablo for, like, a month. Yep. So... Um, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Advanced, Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp didn't really hit the, uh, didn't really get talked about as much. Mm-hmm. No. You were the only one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Which I, means kind of a which joke, means that really. Advance Wars, which means that Advance Wars Dual Strike is never coming. It might come. How would they do that though? I don't know. Given that that was the that was a DS game, how would they do that? You said you said other DS games have been ported to Switch before, right? Uh, some have, but they've been really altered. Like, uh, the world ends with you was ported to switch but it it had a mobile version that was already single screen at one point so that's and the, one uh, the switch version you kind of have to play that one handheld if you try yeah. doing it on your tv your controller is just going to be screwed yeah but i mean i yeah i don't know how they're i mean what they should do what they should have done you can turn the switch screen sideways like uh with in, yeah. in like the namco museum things you can turn the switch screen sideways and play arcade games that way they should have done that for ds yeah. games which i still think they're going to do at some point but that's just me and so what do i think is a game 2023 that didn't get talked a lot about i'm looking at my list and i can th- see kirby return to dreamland deluxe mm. uh, uh. no one has talked even remotely about that game and I understand why it was. Nobody very likes mediocre. to talk about their poop, Pat. <laughs> we talk, we talk about poop all the time. We even had an episode on Boss uh, Boss everybody Rush poops. After Dark, all about poo. Yep, everybody poops. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Available for free on yeah. YouTube and podcast services. But I would also say Cocoon was something that mm. people like talked about like the week it came out, and it's like hailed as like one of the best games of 2023, and yet no one really talks about it. Yeah, I'm shocked nobody talked about that game. I thought people were like really excited for it, and then you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great game though. Highly recommend it. Yeah, that's that's on my list for this year to play at some point. Um, what kind of gamer do you want to be this year? This is intentionally very open. Um, I want to be a more well-balanced gamer. Um, I know it's very vague and a not exciting answer, but uh, you know, I each and every year I become less and less of a foaming at the mouth, raving mad Zelda fan. To I would like to like all video games of all walks of life. So, yes. Hmm. Um, let's see. For me, I want to be. I want to be a. 
I mean, we kind of already talked about this, but I want to do play more of the games that I already own instead of spending money on games that are, mm-hmm. you know, coming out, which yep. judging by the list we just had, like there's not <laughs> there's not a ton for me coming really. Uh, except for Destiny, which I have already paid for. Uh, so that doesn't really count. And then the other games are coming to Game Pass and like the Switch games like mm. I'll get because we have to cover them on Power Block, but I'm not like itching to get them right away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so my goal this year act- is to is to be fin- play games on my backlog, finish more games, like really finish games. And then uh, the last thing would be to play games in series that are major holes in my gaming. Not knowledge, Belt. but like, yeah, like a, like Metal Gear is a series that I've never played. Like, seriously, I've never played you, any of the Metal Gear. You've got to be kidding me. Uh-uh. I never had. I haven't either. I never had a PlayStation. Well, I, under- and I understand in your case, Stephanie, I understand that. And I never had a PlayStation, so I never played the first one. I never played the other ones on PlayStation 2 or Xbox. And then by the time, like, I wanted to play five really bad because it looked awesome. And I'm like, I don't want to be. There's some real poser energy going on if you start at number five. Okay. So also number five is probably considered the weakest because it they kind of put Kojima on his leash then and took away his creativity. Well, you know, you know, also I like Final Fantasy seven. I've never finished the original, so I would like to finish that. And uh, there was another. Se- oh, Yakuza is another series. I would like to at least start <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Everyone says you can start at zero, so I'm going to start at zero. No, you can totally start at zero. I'm just laughing because if you because they're to get eighty hour games, a piece, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Except for of... this new one, which is supposed to be a gazillion hours. Great. Uh, so that's the kind of gamer I want to be. I want to be a backlog completionist and hole filler. I said what I said. Holes. Another after dark episode. Uh, fan favorite episode. I can't mm-hmm. wait to just make that trip. You, I can give you I can give you some pointers and techniques on on filling holes. No, I have proof that I've filled holes before. There's two of them and they're nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well for me I want He takes well, a huge be... swig <laughs> of energy drink. Yep. Sorry. Uh, I I strive to be I strive to be a better ascendiary according to my um according to my gamer house I strive to be a better one this year. Uh, basically, maybe maybe not maybe not one hundred percenting everything I played, but at least playing them and completing them. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, I also want I'm also taking Corey's challenge of um of doing of of going through the backlog. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little more conservative though. I'm gonna try and pick. I'm going to just try and pick a game, you know, like pick a, a few games I just absolutely want to beat and make that my goal. But Pat, I did like your idea of like, was it one game, one game a month? Was that it? So it's 12 yeah, games. Yeah, at least try and beat a I think game that's what, a I think, month. Yeah, I think that's what you said, you, right? Um, and, you know, like it just gives me something to strive for. Um, I also want to I also want to take, you know, people's gaming habits a little more seriously because like because like some some uh, some some genres are sleep on a walking sims, for example. And I feel like I should expand 
expand myself and at least try one or two of them out and things like that. Even though I, I think I have a very diverse like 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 a uh, like like palette when it comes to gaming, and I'm also going to try one of these games as a service this year. Not just Destiny though. Like I'm probably going to also try out Valorant. Mm. Hmm. Nice. By the way, did you uh, see that? I'm gonna get my sh- I'm gonna get my ass shot off all the time. But yeah, another reason why I really want the Rog Ally now is because the entirety of destiny except for uh lightfall was free on the epic game store over the holidays nice as it was so (sighs) all right type of gamer i want to be this year i have to think long and hard on this one uh because uh i like last year was a big year for me that when i was trying to complete 40 games um I think I definitely want to tackle some backlog. I definitely want to, uh, I, I don't know if I want to do series wise, like try and hit backlog and some series or theme wise um, series. Well, ser- one uh, theory or theme I was thinking of is dragons because dragons is the Chinese uh, Zodiac this year. So it'd be like try to focus on games that have dragon or focus or either have dragon in the title or have like some sort of theme with dragons. So like Yakuza or like a dragon definitely could be a series. Uh, Various Dragon Quest games I haven't beaten yet. I could still, you know, go for, Um, you know, I I don't know. So I, I, I guess I'm torn between series or theme for my backlog. Mm. But I, I definitely want to hit more backlog this year since I don't think we're going to have as heavy as of a release here this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, nice. just a, uh, just a, what do you call it? Public service announcement. Uh, Hellblade, Hellblade Senua Sacrifice is $2.99 on Xbox right now. Uh, nice. so if you haven't played it's also on Game Pass if you are a Game Pass subscriber, but if you aren't can't two, beat that price. $2.99. Incredible, incredible video game. Wear headphones. Uh mm-hmm. we answered the Monster Hunter question. Blake writes in and asks, What do you want out of a Switch successor? Um well, we answered this. I'll be quick oh, and wicked it, about oh. this. Go ahead, oh. Stephanie. For me, I think it can just be like an iteration, like how I, Apple does it with their iPhones, just a little bit better, a little bit faster. Everything else can be fine with me. Oh, and uh, fix the Joy-Con drift. I'm all set. Like, I need minimum changes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Leron. I was going to say just rock-solid performance, like some something that feels like a contender. Honestly, you know, because I know for sure the games are going to be there. The games are going to be there, mm-hmm. so, you know, like... So, you know, like, uh, you know, like solid performance, you know, um, you know, something that feels modern and fresh, you know, as like we already know, Microsoft is our it looks like Microsoft is already thinking about like just going ahead and and creating another console, you know, rumor has it, you know, Um, but yeah, but but ultimately just uh, stuff like that, Um, um, maybe another just that I mean. The games always speak for themselves. The games yeah. always speak for themselves. Like, you know, like I I I don't think 
I want to say, I want to say, as far as a library on the cons on 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 a console library for Nintendo, it hasn't been that bleak since it, it's it's it hasn't been bleak in a long time. I want to say, probably the bleakest maybe was the Wii, if not the Wii U. The, I'm trying not to say the Wii U just to pick on it because I know the Wii U did did not have the best life cycle, but you know, um, I want to say like I want to say we're like me as a Nintendo gamer. The GameCube was the best that it got for me, and then the Wii was like this weird place, and I just skipped the Wii U. So, like, I so oh, so yeah. The my library hate. speaks for itself. My hatred for the Wii knows no. It's balanced I, by my love for the Wii. I just want to be able to play back or play like I want backwards compatibility or emulation yeah. of some kind. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Honestly, I have all these awesome Nintendo games that. I can't play unless I have a specific system for, and I would just love somehow to get them all. Yeah. Catch them all. The backwards compatibility thing is the biggest thing, right? Like it better Mm -hmm. at least, at least with the switch, right? Like they are pushing, they push eShop sales all the time. They push, they're pushing digital sales with their, you know, five times the amount of gold coins that you get per purchase, right? They're really trying to, Mm-hmm. build you into their online ecosystem with NSO and you know, the, the free games that they're giving away and stuff. It's like this, this thing better be backwards compatible or there's going to be a lot of angry Nintendo fans who spent a lot of money on digital games, yep. including me. Mm-hmm. Yep. It seems like we definitely have like two big themes, right? It's performance, mm-hmm. performance, consistency, and, 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 and com- uh, what do you call, uh, sorry, what, what do you just say? Um, backwards compatibility. Backwards compatibility. Because mm-hmm. I do want to say I appreciate the fact that Nintendo values innovation. Like they always try something different almost every console generation. I do feel like with the gold line of the Switch, I think they should and hopefully should take a break from innovation. Not that I'm not grateful for it, but just ride the success of the switch with just a better version of itself. And then worry about like a crazy new innovation for next, next um, console. Yeah. I, my, my thing about that is that the innovation came from the previous regime. Right. Yeah. Iwata. Iwata, Right, because it kind of started with him with the DS after the Game Boy Advance, because like the Game Boy Advance was just an iteration on the Game Boy Color, which was an iteration on the Game Boy. The DS really changed everything, and then like obviously the GameCube was like basically Nintendo's version of the PS2 and the Xbox. Right, it was mm. very comparable, except for the controller had less buttons and no clicky sticks. And surprisingly, and... more powerful. <clears throat> yeah, most powerful console of that generation, uh, mm-hmm. which is hilarious to think about Nintendo leading in power. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, then the Wii came out and that was all Iwata. And then the, the Wii U was Iwata. And like the Switch is still legacy Iwata. It was just like, you know, he was still a part of that until the Switch ultimately came out, which was just it's just the Wii U backwards at this point. Um, and so, yeah, I think Nintendo's leadership right now is extra conservative, right? They don't have any personality like Reggie or Iwata or even Bill Trennan to an extent, right? Like they don't have any personalities. They have their legacy directors out there and Miyamoto and Anuma doing press tours instead of, you know, Doug Bowser doesn't, I mean, when was the last time you saw Doug Bowser besides on the Game Award stage accepting an award, right? I mean, 
He doesn't mm-hmm. do anything except for tweet out pictures of airplane windows. When he's like, well, off to Japan for a meeting. Um, <laughs> so I think I think I think Nintendo's cons- being conservative from a from a uh, innovation standpoint is actually going to help them move forward in the technology space because they already know what they're doing with the switch. And so they don't have to spend that money on R and D developing a handheld console because they already know how to do that. And they're going to spend that extra R and D costs on power. Not Mm. now it's not going to be like a PS five in a handheld mode, but if they can do something even as powerful as like the PS four, you know, more, a little PS4 bit more powerful, isn't than even the, that less powerful than the PS5. I mean, yeah, you got I, ray tracing and faster speed. That's yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, my like, even if it's it needs, I think it needs to be more powerful than the Steam Deck and the ROG Ally, in some capacity. Um, and it needs to cost below four hundred dollars. I think three ninety nine is the sweet spot. But I think I think we're going to get an iteration. Uh-huh. So it has to have onboard storage too, please. Some sort of SSD onboard, please, Nintendo. <laughs> Anyways, our next question. You just raise it by two hundred bucks, sir. Right. Our next question comes from Cordy Yikes. She asks, "Do you think Baldur's Gate three should have won uh, Game of the Year since it came out closer to the end of the year?" Um, I don't think it really matters when a game comes out to win. Yeah, yeah, same. I I don't th- I don't I don't think so. I feel like as long as it's, I feel like as long as it makes whatever the required window of time is for for the judgment, you know, like it's fine, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agree. Yeah. Don't forget, Elder Elden Ring came out in January. Mhm. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, whatever the best game of the year should win, and I know a lot of people kind of think that games that come out later have recency bias, but. I also think Baldur's Gate was probably something that should have won just from what I've been hearing and seeing. So Baldur's Gate was a solid was a solid game, fam. Like that's all we gotta say about that. Yeah. Yep. Uh MH Norris writes in, what anna- what announcement are you hoping for this year? In terms of games. No, 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 no. We saved we, we save that for later. <laughs> Because because this goes because this goes towards our our get out of jail free card for uh for for our, um oh, we right. can still say what we wish yeah. uh real quick. Who's gonna remember after okay. we hit end record? I'm not gonna remember unless somebody writes it down. <laughs> okay 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 fine okay. I mean, very clearly, it's the Zelda HD remasters for me. For right. you? Yeah. Twilight Princess. That, that's it. Twilight Princess yeah. is my favorite game of all time, and the fact. And Wind Waker is is another amazing Zelda game that's stuck on two platforms nobody owned. Come on. You know what? Um, because you said Zelda, I'm going to say this just because I'm sick and tired of people say, screaming this in every single direct and showcase chat is that something about Silk Song gets announced. Oh. I don't care to play it, but I just want people to stop fucking screaming about it on the internet. Just give it give it to them and let's move on. I'm shocked nobody picked that in their draft. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if it's coming out yet. <laughs> it's gonna be shadow dropped. It's gonna be shadow dropped on Switch and Game Pass during the Nintendo Direct. You watch. You watch. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have picks? Unless it's shadow dropped during the developer thing tomorrow. No, mm. because it's first. And then they they already confirmed there's no third party games there. Even though Unless offside is confirmed that Team Cherry is now Microsoft. Yeah, they bought Team Cherry. I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Uh. Um. Okay, I want a new Mega Man game. Ooh. Yeah. Now, do you want a, a Mega Man X game or do you want Mega Man Twelve? I don't care. Give me one or the other or both. Oh, usually, or some... even something brand new. Usually... I just want something Mega Man. Usually, some people are one or the other. I, I love very, them both. It's very rare that you find someone that mm-hmm. like loves both. Yeah, I love all the Mega Mans, even Battle Network and Star Force. And Legend. Okay. And Zero. And ZX. Oh, boy. Laron. I really, I really want something Metroid, but I'm not sure if that's Prime 2 or, you know, or if that's just a brand new, like, IP. Spoilers. You're getting the remasters of 2 and 3 this year. Although yeah, Mercury Steam sure. is rumored to be working on a 2D Metroid game. You don't know that. Uh, okay, you might know that one. Honestly, honestly, you know, like I, I, people say this a lot, and I and and as a fan of Super Metroid, I tend to agree. Super Metroid does not need anything done to it, but honestly, playing Super Metroid right now, like I'm from the Super NES, it moves sluggish, slow, however you want to call it. I feel like they need to give that the zero, the zero mission treatment mm-hmm. because zero mission sped the game up but it made the game flow linearly if that makes sense so honestly i when zero mission came out like a long time ago on game boy advance i was like yes please do super metroid next because super metroid is up until metroid dread came out super metroid it's still like top metroid game for me like dread is they they fight depending on what day of the week you cast me on. Dread and and Super Metroid fight for number one. So uh, so yeah, like I I'm looking for I'm looking for another Metroid announcement. Laron, I'm gonna beat Metroid Dread this year. Oh, awesome! Nice. Wait, I thought you had beaten it. Oh, remember I kept getting lost. I That's right. <laughs> I kept getting lost because I don't know how to play Metroidvania games. Right, I forgot about that. I have a guide. Don't everything. worry, I get lost. I get lost playing Metroid Dread too. Like I, I like I played. I played it recently, trying to trying to impress my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, holy shit, where am I going? I have I have a guide. I have a guide and a map downloaded. Uh, and PM. you got Grayson. You got Grayson's guide, didn't you? It did. Yeah, that's a good guide, Grayson Morales. Shout out to Grayson. He's working. I think he's working on what guide is he working? He's working on some guide right now. I mean, that's I'd it was good. I'd hope he is. <laughs> uh, our next question uh, comes from our friend of show, Vex Electronica via X, formerly Twitter. Uh, what 2024 release do you think will surprise people? Hmm. Mm. You know what? Hmm. I think Suicide Squad is going to surprise a lot of people. I think so, too. 
I think there's so much negativity around that game since it was announced, really. And I even know. now that I have faith in Rocksteady that they're going to make a competent video game and that it's going to be fun to play. And that's I know they're doing that uh, that single player patch after launch. Where you can play the game kind of by yourself without having to level up or anything. Uh, I mean, you can level up, but you know what I mean? Like not game as a service you style. And I really feel like this game's going to surprise some people. Yeah, I agree. That's my pick. Anybody? I don't know if I can think of anything. That's the best one. Uh... It's it's hard when there's not really that many games that look like meh. Announced. Yeah. So. Hmm. Anybody else have another guess? Mm. Mm. I think so. I, I think, think Foam Stars. Good. I think Foam Stars is going to surprise some people too. Yeah, I do too. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good pick. Foam um, Foam Stars is going to surprise some people. Um, I think Prince of Persia surprised a lot of people. Yeah, we should be hearing we should be hearing more of a buzz about it as we get as as the next couple of weeks go come come along. Yeah. Um, I'm also wondering I'm also wondering you know how big the surprises are going to be for the uh, the Last of Us uh, Last of Us Part Two remaster because um, I am going to spend my ten dollars to get the upgrade for that. Yeah, I probably yeah. will too. Even though I've ten dollars isn't bad for an upgrade. I well, I never I never pl- I never played it. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, okay then. I'm the best I'm way. I'm finally going to face my fears this year, I think, and try to play through those games. Face, face those. Those. I'm going to tell you games. right now, the Last of Us games are not scary. Like, not, I mean, no, they have their. I meant like not that scary, not scary, scary, but like I haven't played them because of reasons we've talked about on After Dark. And that is true. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen, man. The Rat King fight though is well, can be That's pretty. Yes. So. We'll see. It's it's on the list. My backlog list is huge. Laurent saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank it's you for the, thank, thank you for uh, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that. By the way, because like uh, that, yo, it's so OCD. Goddamn, I th- I thought I had bad OCD. Jesus Christ, man! Like I know. It's not. Were you yet. bored? Was I bored? Yeah, like no, the level of detail that's in that that's that's in that spreadsheet. Goddamn! I just wanted to make sure I was accurate. No, no, no hold, hold. Where, where, where is it? Hold on, I had it pulled up. I, I... Uh, while you do that, our last question, also from Vex. Uh, final thoughts on Skull and Bones now that it finally slated to come out in February. You know what? I think that game's gonna surprise a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that game is dead in the water. Oh man, I think I think I I I Stop think it, it looks cool. I think Stop it, it. I think it looks like the division with pirates, and I'm totally Bad. on board with that. Which is kind of how. Did it you see good, that but... Ubisoft might be teasing another division game? They are. They already yeah. confirmed the division three wasn't. They it's uh, Heartland is the free to play kind of dark zone. Yeah, that's thing. it. Yeah. yeah, and then the division three has kind of already been announced, but not announced. Well, they showed uh, it's something that looked like the division, like orange. Like, uh-huh. It's uh, not massive because they're doing the Star Wars game. The other studio that uh, Red Storm, uh, which is the Tom Clancy, the studio they formed to make Tom Clancy games <laughs> uh, like 
10 years ago. They did like Hawks and what what were some of those other terrible Tom Clancy games on the PS2 and GameCube and Xbox? Any everything had like an acronym. Um I don't know. I think Skull and Bones looks cool. I I mean, I know that game gets a lot of hate and I I they are totally using the PUBG font on all their menu systems and everything and they've got that weird kind of like yellow graffiti looking thing on a pirate game which it's like, oh, what are you doing there? But I don't know. I think the game kind of sounds neat. The division with pirates. Now it could be terrible, and that's fine. Whatever. But I think it looks neat. That's my opinion. Nobody else has opinions on Skull and Bones. I, I think, yeah, it's that is a free trial Ubisoft Plus subscription. If I've ever seen one, Skull and Bones. Yeah. <laughs> I abstain. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Uh, you know how I feel. I feel like we should get out of here. Um, Thanks for those questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. get, yeah. Get more questions. I want to. I want to fill. Love it. I want to fill shows up with questions. I would rather do that than topics. To be honest with you, you're 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 filling up lots of things, Corey. Mm-hmm. Filling up polls. Mm-hmm. Oh, filling up showtime. I know. I'm. F- I'm a. I'm a filler. That's what they call me. Mm-hmm. Fill you Be up. a filler, not a killer. Oh God, he's a giver, not a taker. <laughs> uh, anyways, anyway, <laughs> Jesus <Help>. Christ. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening and/or watching to the Boss Rush podcast. Uh, we are part of the Boss Rush Network. If you enjoyed this discussion, please do subscribe on YouTube and fo- follow us on your favorite podcast application. If you are Supporting us on Patreon, you get the show a week early over on patreon.com slash Boss Rush Network. Any tier grants you early access to all of our podcasts. Uh, follow us on all social media at Boss Rush Network. If you're listening to us on podcast services, please do leave us a rating and a nice review. It would really help us out a lot. Stephanie, Pat, Laron, thank you for your time tonight, as always. And I want to thank everybody so much for watching and are listening out there. And until next week. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. So long. Farewell. So long. Farewell. <laughs> if you want to see how you can become a Patreon producer, head on over to patreon.com slash Network. The Patreon producers for this month are Adriel Munger, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Todd Oxtra. Thanks for your continued support of the Boss Rush Network and our family of podcasts. 